Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. While I was working at my family's store, a kid excitedly ran in and accidentally knocked all the items on the shelf to the ground. Luckily, I caught him in time, and he was without a scratch. Are you alright, kiddo? Why do you put a rack here? I want to see the manager. Don't be unreasonable. You should have been more careful with your child. The kid's mom and I kept shouting back and forth. Thankfully, my dad came to the rescue. She scanned him from head to toe and hmm. sneered. Huh. A bunch of dirt-poor losers. Learn to raise your child better. How dare you? She and I slapped each other until my dad separated us in panic. Jesus, I had heard many stories about Karens, but I never expected how stressful it was to actually deal with one. Hi, I'm Celine, 19 years old. I lived with my single dad ever since I could remember, and both of us had successfully saved up to open a small toy store. As you can see, one of our customers was a mean middle-aged woman. She even insulted my dad, and there ain't no way I would let it slide. During that whole day, I noticed that my dad seemed very sad and hurt. It made me even more upset. I decided to vent all of my frustrations to Johnny, the most thoughtful boyfriend on earth. 30 minutes later, my doorbell rang. I opened the door to see my boyfriend <laughs> holding a large bouquet of roses with a jewelry box. Cheer up, my princess. This is for you. Johnny opened the box, and there was a white gold Pandora bracelet inside. I kissed him on the cheek and gratefully took the bouquet from him. Thank you. I'm so happy for the bouquet, but you should keep the bracelet. Apart from being shy, the other reason was that I'm allergic to nickel and gold. Hearing that, sweet Johnny apologized profusely to me. Well, we had only been dating for two months, so of course there were many things we had yet to discover about each other. I had never met Johnny's family either. Celine, you want to cheer up your dad, right? Let's hit the mall this weekend and get him something he likes. I happily agreed to his wonderful idea. 
That weekend, Johnny took me to the most luxurious mall in the country. We did some shopping at Sephora, then entered a Louis Vuitton store. After choosing some clothes for my dad, I went to the checkout counter. When I was busy taking out my purse, someone suddenly snatched the clothes from my hand. I want something like this. I'm so sorry, ma'am. It's the last one. Then it must be mine. How shameless. I snatched the clothes from that woman and... God, she was the Karen I met at my toy store. In that case, I would fight her like my life depended on it. I was quicker than you, old hag. Better luck next time. It's you again? How can you pay for them? I sneered and confidently swiped my card. <laughs> Who is the poor loser now? You brat. She angrily snatched the box of clothes from my hand, threw it to the ground, then immediately stepped on it. Ugh. We slapped each other again until Johnny appeared and pulled me out of the fight. Are you okay, Celine? Oh, Mom? Hmm? Johnny? O-M-G. I couldn't believe my bad luck. That means the obnoxious Karen is my boyfriend's mother. When she saw her son, her attitude turned 180 degrees. Mom, this is Celine, my girlfriend. Celine, this is my mom, Catherine Martinez. She looked at me and faked enthusiasm. Nice to meet you, sweetie. Now if you'll excuse me, I have someplace to be. She quickly walked past us and hit me on the shoulder. Since then, whenever we were in front of Johnny, Mrs. Martinez would act all loving and gentle to me, while secretly trying to pull multiple dirty tricks to tear her son and me apart. One time, Johnny asked me to hang out at Universal Studios Orlando. When we were playing a shooting game, I spotted Mrs. Martinez sneaking nearby, glancing menacingly at us. Seeing that, I kissed Johnny on the cheek to provoke her. In a heartbeat, she approached us, but this time she brought along a beautiful girl around my age. Oh, what a coincidence that I ran into you here, Sonny. I'm hanging out with Chloe, my bestie's daughter. Can you let us tag along? And just like that, we had to add two obnoxious third wheels to our date. When we arrived at the roller coaster, I entered the cabin first and waited for Johnny. Suddenly, Mrs. Martinez pushed him away and took his place. Mom, why are you sitting there? I want to get along with Celine, son. Nonsense. <sighs> it was clear that she wanted to ruin my date. Johnny had no <laughs> choice but to sit next to Chloe. During the game, Mrs. Martinez was the loudest, and I don't know if it was intentionally or not, but she smacked me in the face. Ugh. Not leaving me alone, she continued her troubles. She dragged everyone into the spooky tunnel and told me to get in first. When I sat down, the operator immediately closed the gate. Everyone was stuck outside and I was the only one who had to play that stupid game. That old Karen had bribed the operator to force me to suffer through the haunted tunnel alone. What I saw there still occasionally pops up in my nightmare. Exhausted, I went with everyone to the water park next. Seeing Johnny alone at the pool, I was about to approach him when suddenly Mrs. Martinez tripped me, making me fall straight into the pool. You crazy old hag! Give up, brat. Don't get near my son. I angrily walked away. Suddenly, I found Chloe standing alone trying to get afloat when an indecent-looking man approached her. Babe, want to have some fun with me? Go away. The two struggled back and forth until Chloe fell down. Seeing that, I ran over and gave the professor a blow. Just you wait. Seeing Chloe crying, I tried to comfort her. Her tears drew everyone's attention and suddenly she pushed me away. 
Celine, why did you hit me? What did she just slander me? Mrs. Martinez immediately seized the opportunity. See, she's a heartless beast. You shouldn't love someone like that, son. Seeing that, she protectively led Chloe away. You have to trust me, Johnny. I tried my best to explain everything to my boyfriend. Luckily, he listened and promised to take me to his mom and Chloe to clarify the truth. <laughs> so the next evening, Johnny set up an appointment with everyone involved at his mansion. When I arrived, Chloe was nowhere to be seen, and only Mrs. Martinez <laughs> sat on the dining chair with an annoyed expression. After assaulting others, you still dare to show up? Calm down, Mom. You should listen to her explanation. Poor people like her just want <laughs> to take advantage of a son. I stood up in anger and accidentally spilled the soup on me. Embarrassed, I quickly ran to the bathroom to wipe it off. As I passed Mrs. Martinez's room, I spotted Chloe picking up a gold antique jar and putting it inside her bag. I immediately approached her. Are, are you stealing from them? Suddenly she screamed at the top of her lungs, then threw the jar at me. When everyone came to see what happened, Chloe pointed at me and screamed. She's a thief. I saw her steal the jar. I knew it. Only beggars like you resort to stealing. Before I could say anything, Johnny pulled me behind him. She's allergic to nickel and gold. Johnny looked so cool when he stood up for me. I went over and picked up the jar. As my skin came in contact with the golden surface, it immediately reddened. When Chloe saw that, her face turned blue. She was about to flee, but I had pulled her back. From her pocket, the Pandora bracelet that Johnny bought me fell out. Mrs. Martinez, I may be poor, but I am certainly no thief. She was too embarrassed to look at me. Johnny immediately informed the police and Chloe had to plead guilty to her theft. After that day, Johnny's mom deeply regretted her action and apologized to me for all of her countless disrespectful insults. After that, we both stayed at peace with each other. My relationship with his family was gradually getting better, and they even invited my dad over to their place. Everyone was cheerful because my dad even brought Johnny's brother his favorite toy. That day I was celebrating my 18th birthday in a 100 square dining room in utter loneliness and disappointment. Happy birthday. Congratulations, my lady. This is your parents' gift. I sighed, then opened it. Inside was a strange hook. I pulled the hook only to find a strip of $100 bills. Ugh, not again. Not only that, there was also a teddy bear whose inside was stuffed with money as well. I wearily opened another gift, and this time there was a card. I happily tore off its wrapper, and Jesus, there was a $10,000 check. I angrily threw all of them in the pool. Go away! Nobody cares about me! Why couldn't they understand that all I needed was their attention, not their money? Hi guys! You can call me Clover. I have to keep my real name a secret to protect the people close to me. I'm the daughter of two powerful directors of a US financial corporation. Their schedules are so tight that they're almost always away from home. I only met them once in a year and that was the sixth birthday in a row that I had to celebrate alone. My mom always missed important events. When I attended a tennis tournament, she promised to <laughs> definitely come, but until the moment I was on the court, all I received was an IMS message. I have urgent business in the Philippines, but don't worry, I have sent people to cheer you on. 
Really? Who could they be? Hmm. When I looked up, I discovered that one of my close housemates was dressed up as my mom, and she was acting way too excited. She even shouted my name. Clover is number one. My daughter will knock out her opponent in one second. Mom must have paid her a lot because she looked way more enthusiastic than when she was cleaning at home. It was utterly humiliating for me. While I was busy covering my face, my opponent's ball hit my head, which made me unconscious right away. Thanks to that, the whole audience had a good laugh that day. That very night, I angrily called my mom to blame her, but she was so busy that she didn't answer the phone. Feeling stressed, I decided to treat myself to a trip to France. The next day, I flew there in my private jet, not knowing it was the flight that would change my life forever. We were crossing South America when suddenly, we entered a bad weather area. The jet shook violently and my pilot said, I'm afraid we have to get off here, my lady. Hearing that, I was so terrified that I cried loudly. My pilot quickly stuffed the parachute into my hand and briefly said, I'll go first. Follow me. Then he immediately jumped down. How dare he leave me behind? I hesitated at first, then quickly gathered my thoughts and put on my backpack, ready to jump. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. My way down, I opened my parachute, closed my eyes and prayed. Everything went blurry after that. Something tickling my cheek. Is there a prince waking me up with a true love kiss? Oh, was this all just a nightmare? To thank the prince who saved me, I kissed him back enthusiastically. Why was he so hairy? I opened my eyes dreamily, and to my horror, I found a monkey kissing my cheek. Uh! I woke up and found my surroundings in ruins. I was in the middle of a wild forest. So it wasn't a nightmare. I actually had a plane crash. I helplessly shouted, Anyone there? Please save me! Suddenly I heard footsteps that were growing steady. What was going on? I ran away in panic and accidentally bumped into a child with a very strange outfit. Uh, hi, where are you from? The child smiled cheekily at me. Suddenly a bunch of strangely dressed people lifted me up, which scared the hell out of me. They took me to an empty lot with many huts around, then put me on a rudimentary chair. Someone respectfully put a jewelry on me. Wow, you guys are so hospitable. Oh, I should ask them for help. I took a nearby tree and wrote my phone number on the ground, but they all scratched their heads in confusion. Don't they have a phone? I thought for a moment, then drew an image of myself falling from my jet. They looked at my drawings, then offered me raw fish. Ugh. I was so scared that I bawled my eyes out again. Out of 
nowhere, an American-looking man came out of the hut and slammed his cane on the ground while raising his hand. Welcome to the Amazon. Then he led me into his hut. He was the only one I could communicate with on the island, so I got too emotional and embraced him tightly. His name was Robert Smith, a forest researcher, and like me, he got trapped in the forest and found no way to come home. I was constantly crying and clinging to him that he tried his best to reassure me. Calm down. The Paraha people are harmless. You'll be surprised with how friendly they are. And as Robert said, they were unduly friendly. The next morning, when I was moody and feeling homesick, a kid came up to me and blew a trumpet which startled me. She excitedly pulled me outside and I saw her people dancing blissfully. Suddenly, the kid pushed me into the center of them where Robert was already standing. I was scared by everyone's gaze, but Robert took my hand and smiled. Let go of your fear and dance. They're welcoming you. They all looked at me silently, so I started dancing in panic. It was quiet at first, then eventually everyone started cheering loudly and got in a festive mood. Even though I looked a bit silly, no one judged me. After that day, I became less wary of the Paraha people. In the days that followed, Robert showed me how to live like a native. I learned to use seeds for food exchange. In my free time, I taught the locals how to draw. Once, I drew a gorilla on the blackboard and the Paraha people marveled at my drawing. Everyone was enthusiastic to learn that. One drew something that looked like a dinosaur. Another doodled something that I couldn't even make out what it was, but who cares, right? It was fun. When I checked on Robert, I saw him drawing a scene where I was engrossed in teaching. I blushed and patted his huh? shoulder. Why are you drawing me? You told us to draw a gorilla, didn't you? I angrily chased him away while Robert <laughs> laughed mischievously. The tribe people laughed too, then used the colors to play with us. It was a warm feeling that I had never had at home. Not only that, the Paraha people always gathered together for dinner. They sat around a fire and cooked their specialty dishes. When Robert handed me a fish skewer, I accidentally touched the sharp part of it, causing my hand to bleed. Seeing that, he quickly rushed over to blow on my wound, which made my heart skip a beat. Are you alright? Then suddenly, a kid in the tribe used a leaf to cover my wound. The kindness and affection they showed me was something I had never received from my own family. To me, they had become my new home. One day when Robert and I saw that there were no fish left in the storage, we went to the lake to catch some. <laughs> Suddenly a canoe approached us. The police ran down from it and behind them were my parents. Clover? Mommy? My mom was about to run towards <laughs> me when suddenly someone pulled me towards the forest. It was the chieftain. Losing momentum, I fell to the ground. My mom put on a loudspeaker and said threateningly, let my daughter go. Don't make me resort to violence. The chieftain didn't understand English, so he kept pulling me behind him and stepped forward. The police were about to pull out their weapons, when suddenly, the kid from the tribe ran in front of the chieftain. My mom screamed fervently, Take action! Immediately I shouted, Stop it! They just want to protect me! They see me as their family and care about me, unlike you! After that, I told them all the frustrations I had borne for so long and burst into tears while falling into Robert's lap. Again, the sweet child picked a leaf and put it on my wound, which I just got from falling on the ground. The police immediately stopped charging at us, and my mom also burst into tears of regret. She realized what had happened was part of her fault as well. After we all returned home, my mom decided to spend more time with me. 
As for Robert, he also decided to come home so as not to disrupt the peaceful cycle of life of the Paraha people. We're still keeping in touch and staying good friends. However, in the future, I hope we will be under the same roof again. I, the embodiment of Aphrodite, was standing on the podium that was reserved for the goddess of beauty while three pretty boys standing below my feet were fighting for my attention. Cat, you're mine. No, Cat. Huh? I've been worshipping you for so long, you must be mine. No, come to me. I've bought you the prettiest of flowers. They all rushed to me. Oh, how lovely is the feeling of being adored by many people. <laughs> Suddenly, a rough foot kicked my back. I heavily fell off the podium. Behind me was Mary with a haunting smile. I woke up drenched <gasps> in sweat. Hi, I'm Cat, 17 years old. I'm used to being told that I'm a super eccentric nerd. I'm a loyal member of the Computer Software Club, one of the clubs with the largest number of weirdos. I'm very awkward whenever I have to interact with humans and the school bullies never missed a chance to make fun of me. Among them, the worst one was Mary, the cheerleader. Mary is, without a doubt, an obnoxious, evil person. She loves humiliating me in front of everyone. Once, I was eating alone in the canteen when Mary and her minions walked past me. Each one held a plate of ingredients, one with pasta, one with meat sauce, another with cheese. Suddenly, Mary poured noodles over my head and her friends added toppings one by one. Anyone want spaghetti? We're doing a free giveaway. I stood up to protest, but Mary smiled and quickly put a bowl over my head. Gotcha. The whole canteen laughed as I rushed out and cried. I couldn't stand it any longer. She must pay for this. And from that day on, I was set on getting back at Mary. I found her Instagram with 10,000 followers. The opportunity to use my skills had come. With just a few simple steps, I easily hacked it. I quickly changed Mary's password and disconnected that account from all of her devices. Not stopping there, I texted everyone on her friend list to badmouth the two girls in her bully group. Let's see how she'll be punished tomorrow, haha? The next morning, I rested my head on my chin, patiently waiting to see Mary's reaction. She appeared with an annoyed expression while holding her phone. Can't log into your Insta, right? Her face looked so funny. Suddenly, two of Mary's mean-spirited besties knocked her over and shouted. You think we're just your background, don't you? And how dare you tell others we have rotten feet? What nonsense are you spitting? Mary's besties angrily showed her their phones. I watched as her face turned bewildered at the long messages full of bad-mouthing. Without saying a word, those two shoved Mary into a nearby trash can. The whole canteen burst out laughing again, and that time they even clapped. How does revenge taste, you nasty witch? Suddenly, a text was sent to Mary's Insta on my phone. I'd love to get to know you, gorgeous. Ooh, there were a lot of idiots flirting with her, but I felt a rush of thrill as if I was the one being flirted with. From that moment on, I started another game. Flirt with all the boys while playing Mary. Even the school's hottest jock like John or geekiest geek like Thomas were <laughs> fawning over Mary, but they had no idea that the person they flirted with every day was the eccentric girl at the computer software club. To be honest, when I hid behind the screen, I felt much more confident and interesting. I also helped her account grow from 10,000 followers to 12,000. 
day after day I flirted with countless guys until I got bored and kicked them away because they just seemed like boring idiots. But things were completely different when Liam appeared. Liam is the son of the president of a tech corporation. He has the most charming brain I've ever met. We talked all night and all morning, and Liam seemed impressed with my knowledge while I slowly <laughs> fell for his cuteness. One day he texted me, Mary, I'd love to see you. Can I ask you out for coffee? Sure, I can't wait. Oh my god, Liam wanted to meet me for coffee? What should I wear? But wait, the one he wanted to see was Mary. I almost forgot I was talking to him in Mary's name. What should I do? When the date finally came, I saw Liam sitting at the corner of a table in the cafe. He looked so calm and collected. I watched Liam from afar for more than an hour. He constantly looked at his watch as his face turned tired and disappointed. I felt so sorry for Liam, but I couldn't show myself. He pulled out a bouquet of roses and looked at them sadly. Seeing that, I took a deep breath and approached him. Hi, are you Liam? Yeah, are you... I'm Kat, Mary's close friend. I told him that Mary couldn't come due to work, so I came to apologize to him on her behalf. He smiled friendly and asked me to give Mary the bouquet while bidding me goodbye, but I stopped him. Wait, would you like to stay for a cup of coffee? My treat? Sure, why not? The more we talked, the more we found out that we had a lot in common. Liam also admitted that talking to me was more interesting than he expected. The next morning when I went to school with a smile on my face, I saw the whole school buzzing. The paramedics were carrying an unconscious girl to their ambulance. It was Mary. What happened to her? When I heard people whispering, I found out that she had been chased around the school by Thomas the Geek because he thought she was playing with his feelings. Well, actually, I did it. Because she ran too fast, Mary accidentally hit a tree and fainted. Shoot. It seemed I went a bit too far. News of Mary's injury spread everywhere, and also the news that her Insta was hacked was also widely shared. People warned each other and shared information about the hacked account. Too afraid that I would be exposed, I quickly deactivated Mary's Insta so that no one could trace it. In that critical situation, Liam called me. Cat, I've just heard the news. Is Mary injured? What happened? I panickedly answered. Mary's fine, don't worry. How about you? I'm so worried. I want to visit her. Is she in the Texas hospital? No way! If they met, I would surely be screwed. I tried to stop him, but no matter what arguments I used, I couldn't convince Liam. I realized Liam actually had a lot of feelings for Mary, not for me. Before he left, he sent me a message. I'm going to the hospital to visit Mary. Please tell her I'll be there. OMG! Without thinking much, I quickly put on my coat and took my bicycle. I biked urgently while watching the time slowly draining. At a red light, an old woman crossed the road at super slow speed and I had to leave my bicycle to help her walk faster. Ugh, why is life so hard on me? I pedaled quickly to the hospital, then dropped my vehicle outside the campus. As I ran, I prayed that Liam hadn't arrived yet. Unfortunately, the elevator was broken. Jesus, I had to climb 12 floors to get to Mary's room. Sweat poured out of me nonstop, but when I finally got there, I panicked when I saw Liam was already sitting next to her wheelchair. Not only that, many phones were pointing at me. This play is over. You, 
You... I stammered, not daring to look Liam in the eye. Turns out, I was the one who was being played. Liam is Mary's brother. In order to find out who hacked his sister's Insta, he pretended to flirt with the hacker to expose them. Too ashamed, I burst into tears. The phones were still pointing at me, but Mary ordered everyone to lower their phones. Let's stop it here. I don't want things to go too far. Then surprisingly, Mary took the initiative to apologize to me and confessed to everyone that because of her bullying, things got to that point. I also regretfully apologized to her and promised to return Mary's account to its owner. Mary and I chose to forgive each other so that there would be no more unfortunate incidents. As I was finishing my lunch, someone said mockingly, Millie the Red, why are you in my seat? Jessica violently slammed into my tray, causing my food to <gasps> splatter everywhere. Are you nuts, Jessica? I furiously squeezed the milk carton in my hand <gasps> so hard that it splashed all over her hair. Now we fair, dairy cow! Jessica screamed and ran away. I laughed out loud. <laughs> Mess with me one more time and you're done, dumbass. Hi, I'm Stephanie, 15 years old. I have rare, fiery red hair, and I love it so much because it was passed down from my deceased grandmother, but the students in my school didn't think so. They kept calling me Lily the Red Devil and made me their entertainment. Once during an art class, Jessica squeezed an entire tube of black watercolor on my head. Oh, sorry, Stephanie, but it makes your hair less weird. <laughs> With that, she casually left, leaving me shocked and depressed with my dirty hair. Another time, during extracurricular, our whole class was taken to visit Central Park when suddenly, I fell straight into a large hole. <laughs> Are you going back to hell, Stephanie? <laughs> Jessica looked at me with a big grin. She was definitely behind it. After a while, I finally climbed out of the hole. I rushed straight to Jessica and threw my backpack at her. Stop with your stupid bully, ugly witch! Jessica got mad and the two of us got into a big fight. Unfortunately, I tripped on a can and my whole body fell into the trash can on the side of the road. Dazed and angry, I left in the laughter of the surrounding crowd. What a pathetic ill trip! That night, a friend of mine in the K-pop fan club invited me to perform a song. Even though I was shaking, I still went on the stage and rocked the floor with How You Like That by Blackpink. But because I was too excited, I jumped from the stage to the cheering audience without noticing that the stage was 7 feet high. As a result, I broke my leg and had to be in a cast for a while. Although it was not something to be proud of, the video of a red-haired girl breaking her leg while performing became extremely viral. After only one night from an unknown person, I became a star in the school. The next morning, when I was sitting in class, many people came by to say hello even though I had never talked to them. Jessica also tried to avoid me whenever I walked by. Not only that, the meditation club and the contemporary dance club even fought each other to recruit me. It felt nicely interesting to be famous. A bunch of boys also came to ask for my number, but only one stood out. He was Henry, the president of the Swing Music Club and also the son of a famous rock star. Every year, Swing would hold fundraising concerts that attracted a lot of attendees, especially big shots who were looking for new talent. 
One day when I was drinking, Henry suddenly came to me. Hi, Stephanie. Hmm? I've seen your performance. <gasps> Would you like to participate in Swing's upcoming concert? I was so surprised that I squirted <gasps> water directly on his face. Oh my gosh, I'm sorry. And, of course. <laughs> Henry awkwardly wiped his face and invited me to practice. We were both very serious at it. When I got more skilled, he took me to perform with him at many events. There was not a single person in town who didn't know about red-headed Stephanie. My hair became the spotlight every time I went on stage. After a while, Henry confessed to me and I immediately agreed. Dating the leader of the swing made me even more famous, but unexpectedly, it drew anger and jealousy from the girls in my school. They even set up their own block with the title. Stephanie, you will never be famous. But I wasn't concerned about them. Unlike before, I had Henry now, and we continued to perform with all our hearts at Swing's annual concert. When the performance was over, a man suddenly approached us at the backstage. Hi, I'm Aaron from American Music Talent Management. Huh? Tomorrow, we will hold an audition, and it'll be our pleasure if you two can join us. I quickly agreed to apply to the audition, but Henry didn't seem to entertain the idea. After Aaron left, he suddenly told me, Stephanie, don't listen to him. Neither him nor his company is honest. Don't be so skeptical. This will be a great opportunity for us. So, despite my boyfriend's objections, I came to audition with Aaron the next day. Huh? Before singing, he also asked me to sign a bunch of papers. Don't worry, it's just registration forms. Without a doubt, I immediately followed suit. My audition that day went very well. They officially accepted me as one of their exclusive singers. Aaron helped me arrange everything from stage clothes, shoes to legal stuff, and my job was only to shine on stage. After two months of preparation, my first big performance was at an important music show. That day, I was paired with an extremely gorgeous blonde singer. <laughs> Stephanie, after the show ends, you and your co-star must give each other a deep kiss. What? Why do we have to kiss? You don't need to know. Just do it. Although I was bewildered by his strange request, I still reluctantly agreed. After performing the song, I quickly approached my co-star and gave her a very passionate kiss. The audience went absolutely crazy over it. They clapped and shouted frantically. My debut was more successful than I expected. And unsurprisingly, overnight, my name appeared all over the media. The whole world exploded with the image of a dazzling red head burning the stage with her outstanding performance that ended with a fiery kiss. After that, almost every teenage girl dyed their hair red like me. They even called me the real-life Ariel. That made me extremely excited. About a week later, Henry asked me out to talk. Stephanie, you must stop working with Aaron. He's just trying to take advantage of you. Trust me. You're too much, Henry. If you can't accept that I am more popular than you now, maybe we should break up. <gasps> Henry was speechless while I coldly walked away. Still, that event heavily affected my mood. It led to a catastrophic failure of my show rehearsal. Even my voice was muffled and distorted. <coughs> Disappointed, the show director told me in private. Stephanie, you should lip-sync for now. I'm sorry, sir. I swear my voice will be back to normal by tomorrow. Don't sweat it. I just need your red hair. As for your voice, it never really matters. Then he turned and left. 
His words left me devastated. So only my hair was worthy? I burst into tears and ran away. As I walked through the backstage, all of a sudden, I saw Aaron and a powerful-looking man talking. Aaron, her voice and her hair are both ugly. Are you sure we should keep her? Boss, you can rest assured. It's ugly, but the world loves it. And she didn't even know she signed a 10-year unpaid contract. <laughs> what a stupid kid. <laughs> Shoot! I remembered on the first day of audition, Aaron had me sign so many papers that I haven't even read them. Was it the unpaid contract he said? I rushed in front of Aaron, raised my hand, and slapped him. You jerk! You've been fooling me all this time! So all they want is my hair? Fine, I'll give them just that. I grabbed a pair of scissors nearby and cut my hair short without a moment of hesitation. I threw the messy red hair straight at Aaron's face. Take my hair and go make money! Then I left angrily. The very next morning, I dyed my hair white. I wanted the fans to pay attention to my voice, not this fiery hair. After silently gathering every possible evidence, I publicized the entire scam of Aaron and his company on social media. It caused a huge protest among the fans, and that forced the company to close down. After that, I was back to being a normal nameless person. During a starry night, I invited Henry over to talk. Henry... I'm sorry, I was selfish back then. It's okay, Stephanie. I understand what you've been through. He smiled forgivingly and pressed his lips to mine. Turns out, Henry's father used to be a victim of Aaron and his company. That's why he tried so hard to stop me from joining them. Now, Henry and I continue to perform together and we're both successful in our own way. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com 